0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you today by Invader Coffee, the best coffee in the world. That's right. Out of Austin, Texas, veteran-owned delicious coffee. It's air-roasted, which only like 5% of all coffee is, which means it's a lower acidity. You don't have to worry about that nasty little heartburn after a couple of cups of coffee. So get yourself some great coffee. Go to invadercoffee.com. Use code word Goldie's Playground to get a discount on your orders. Invadercoffee.com. Goldie's Playground, all one word. Use that. This episode is also brought to you by a terrific supplement company. They're amazing. I love them. I know the owners. They're great. They're going to be on the podcast one day. Go to dmv-labs.com. They've got all your great supplements from proteins to a PM burn to testosterone support to NeuroMind clearers uh, to BCAAs, recovery drinks, pre-workouts, everything you could think of. It's dmv-labs.com, code word, Goldie's Playground, all one word, and get yourself another discount there as well. All right, on today's episode, which is actually technically the first episode under the new name, The MFG Show. Uh, That is because Goldie and Friends was uh, kind of being used in different ways on another podcast, and there was some confusion. So I decided to make a change to make it easier. Format's not going to change. There may be a few more episodes with just me, but you people love hearing my voice anyway. So I've been told I have a, a, a voice of a radio god. I don't know. Some lady from Colorado told me that. Anyway... Uh, on the podcast today my good friend mr robert camp uh retired sergeant first class from the army current co-owner of crossfit vex out of grand junction colorado we are going to talk about some awesome fitness stuff how to be a better human and uh overall just have another great conversation for everybody to listen to so without further ado ladies and gentlemen it is time to start the show Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Better than I deserve most days. Oh, boy. That is such a good answer. I know. I stole that line from Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. The genius Dave Ramsey. By the way, 64 ounces in. I'm, I'm 16 ounces behind you, but I'm 64 ounces yeah. in.
1: We got, we got a long night and day ahead of us. As a matter of
0: fact, we do. Uh, and this is the reason you're here, right? This this, is- well, one of, the, one of the reasons you're here.
1: The other reason is to... See your luxurious
0: beard. It is luxurious. That's a good way to put it. No one has ever used luxurious. Most of the time it's grotesque or uh, Sasquatch-like. That's because they're not real friends. No, they are. They've seen me without a shirt, so the Sasquatch part kind of (laughs) works. I'm so fuzzy. I'm so fuzzy. And you brought your beautiful wife here who is sitting and listening while the dog chews on a bone. That's right. Old Maverick making the uh, appearance again on the podcast with his chomping um, no, but so, so everybody knows, uh, Robert and I are about to embark on, uh, in T-minus uh, four and a half hours, uh, we will be embarking on uh, a 24-hour event uh, through GORUCK, GORUCK Heavy, in remembrance of the 20th anniversary of September 11th, so we'll be in D.C. on September 11th, uh, running through all of that, so it's a 24-hour event, they say it's like over 40 miles, we'll have like five or six hero wads we get to do, which, that sounds amazing after 24 hours sounds like a lot of fitness it's a lot of fitness crammed into a 24 hour period while while we carry 35 to 40 pounds on our back uh and whatever team weights they bring so i'm imagining a lot of sandbags probably a probably a pole or two but fire hose fire hose see poles and fire hoses that's what this guy's used to (laughs) i am so familiar with fire hoses and poles Because I have family members that are firefighters. I don't know what you thought. disgusting. And your wife snickered, and she's gross too, dirty-minded individuals. (laughs) This is a house of learned doctors. That's right. I don't know of what. I'm not sure. So tell everybody a little bit. Give everybody a little rundown on on kind of the background of you, my friend. There's like 12 people that listen to this. Some of them I don't know. So they may not know you. Uh, And and the other ones, actually, I don't think they know you either. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: So give a little rundown on, on who you are. Well, if you have 12 people now, after this episode, you'll probably have like 10. That's what I'm going for, actually, is negative viewer ratings. You're you're welcome. Um, No, so uh, like Steve said, uh, my name is Robert Camp. I am the co-owner of CrossFit Vex along with my beautiful wife. Uh, We live in Grand Junction, Colorado, uh, which is on the western slope of Colorado, about 35-ish miles from uh, the Utah border. I ended up in Colorado uh, through uh, or after following a 21 year Army career. Uh, Born and raised in South Alabama. My dad also retired uh, from the U.S. Army. Um, He actually flew uh, Huey's in Vietnam. Nice. Picked up and dropped off Rangers. Um, So very quiet, um, but a very badass individual and he would never tell a single soul that so i, say, I, don't, I don't think his job was quiet no <laughs> um so born and raised in south alabama uh, grew up youngest of seven children um graduated high school was in fort mcclellan alabama for basic training about 11 days after graduation and uh whoa state yeah no summer no um well summer but summer in south alabama um, and <laughs>
0: At boot camp. At boot camp. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure it's the worst place to have boot camp (laughs) in South Alabama in the summer.
1: Fun summer. Yep. So yeah, next 21 years, 20 plus years army career, and retired and uh, officially retired July 1st of 2019.
0: That's right. That's right. I remember that retirement. It was quite excellent. It was. I remember the surprise retirement party that your loving soon to be bride at that time threw for you from from states away, somehow organized it, which I was know. pretty impressive.
1: Had a beer crafted specifically for me and my name, which I is know. cool. We got hammered on beer that day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a,
0: a very, very great day. With a lot of, I don't remember any of it, but it was great from yeah, what was, the pictures said. It was fun. <laughs> I kind of only remember walking in. Everything else after that was a blur. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how most surprise parties work. So, yeah, man. So, that's awesome. So, you, you got into all that. And one of the things I wanted to kind of talk with you about is what kind of started. So, when you're in the Army, right? You, you People take different paths in life regardless. Like, especially like in the military as well as like you see it with like police and firefighters and stuff like that. You have the guys that are really into fitness and you have the guys that are not. Yeah. uh what what got you started down that path where ultimately you led to you like you've, you've coached for over a decade right yep. uh, that's how we met you were a coach at the the gym we go to and that's how we became friends and then you now own a gym coach and things like that how what what got you going on that
1: so I mean obviously in the military um, you, you know the military's job um, is to fight and win America's wars well the job is to deter war yeah um but if deterrence fails, fight and win. Mm. Kind of have to be physically fit to do that. Um, what specifically got me started in CrossFit is I was stationed at uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, had a new commander come in, um, great guy by the name of then Captain Iman, um, did CrossFit. That's my initial introduction uh, into CrossFit, and I was what early on is referred to as a YouTube CrossFitter for several years after that. There were no established CrossFit boxes anywhere uh, near me where I was stationed. So I just kind of looked up stuff online. uh, Did a lot of things really, really wrong for a really, (laughs) really long time. Never had a coach, never went to an actual gym, just because it wasn't really that well established uh, like it is today. Um, So fast forward a few years... Uh, was stationed at, um, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, mm-hmm. again, still looking at workouts online and watching videos and trying to figure out how to do things. Um, and a random dude walked up to me at Fort Leonard Wood and was like, Hey, do you know they're opening a CrossFit gym right off side post? Oh wow. And I was like, no. And he gave me the name and I looked it up and found the number, um, called the number and the guy answered and I was like, Hey, is this dropping plates CrossFit? And he was like, "Yeah." He goes, "But I'm not even open yet. Like, I don't have any equipment. I just like it's all on order from Rogue." And (laughs) and I was like, "Okay, cool." He was like, "Yeah." The sarcastically, he was like, "Yeah." The truck will be here at noon tomorrow. You can come by and help me unload everything, and you can get a workout in. Well, I showed up. So you did that. Yeah, I I, I was saying, (laughs) knowing you, I'm
0: sure you showed up there and you did it.
1: I showed up. I walked in the door. friend of mine still a friend of mine was actually a groomsman in my wedding guy by the name of greg snyder um he was like can i help you i'm not open yet i was like oh no i'm robert camp i talked to you on the phone yesterday he was like holy shit i was being sarcastic (laughs) i was like is the truck here he was like um yeah the semi-truck called me like two hours ago they're about 30 minutes away (laughs) So we start at, I hung out for a little bit and helped him unload the truck and set up some equipment over my lunch break. And um, that's my Greg Snyder was my official first coach. Um, dropping plates from my, was my official first CrossFit gym. Um, that's actually where I got my level one. And oh wow, uh, it was called Dropping Plates. Dropping Plates CrossFit. That's actually yeah. a great name. It is. I hear a lot of terrible ones. Yeah, but that's a pretty good one. Yeah. It was a great gym, great people. Um, got to work out and coach and meet a lot of good people through that gym. Um, yeah, for me, that's where that's where it all started and kind of evolved went, from evolved now from into
0: to, to owning a CrossFit and now gym. now I own my own gym, yeah. Look at you. Look at you. It's amazing to watch. And it's funny, you know, when you hear, like, different people's, it, it's interesting just to see the different, like, fitness paths people go down. Um, like for me, I was kind of the opposite. Like my first foray into it was just regular weightlifting when I got into high school. Um, I was six two, six three, as tall as I am now, I guess, uh, and weighed like a buck sixty five. <laughs> so like if I turned sideways, I disappeared. Or if I wore windbreakers and a stiff wind came,
1: it was it's gone. On. Like I it was it's gone. gone.
0: Uh, so. Uh, you know, our, our coach made us do that. So I just got into weightlifting and I did whatever they did in weight training class. And then once I kind of graduated, I would do the same kind of workouts. I learned about supersets and negatives and all that jazz. And I knew I hated negatives. And as any other, uh, meathead at the time, I hated squats. So it was like, I'll just do bench press and, uh, curl, curl. No, the easy curls on the preacher curl. You know, that seems really good for your arms over a period of time to hyperextend like that. It's great. Uh, And you know, I I would do all of that, and then I go to like those Globo gyms, go to you know, Gold's Gym, and there was one that was right here uh, that was called Samson's that you could buy a three month membership, which was perfect for high school students because you could go in the summertime. And my parents paid for me to go, and I would go there. And ironically enough, now it is a dog training and it's a dog training
1: place, and next to it is a brewery. So solid, solid turnaround. Off to get trained and get drunk at the same time.
0: Exactly right. See, you understand the business model. Yeah. I should have invested earlier. It's- it's thriving at Dog Thrive. That's actually the name of it, Dog Thrive. It's weird. <laughs> it's so strange. But, uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting to, to do that. And so what is it, I mean, what do you think about CrossFit that makes Because I, I agree, like, uh, going into it now, I would never go back to just that standardized kind of methodology of isolation, just doing certain things. Like, we do it every once in a while, right? When we would come yeah. up with, like, fucked up Friday workouts, we'd be like, hey, look, uh, let's just blow ourselves out <laughs> on, on this one particular movement. And we would do that and then get into an actual, like, wad, right? A uh, mecon stuff like that. What do you think it is about CrossFit that appeals to you much more so than
1: anything else? Like, what caught your eye about that? Um, it, it's hard. probably the same reason I'm going to go walk with you and 30 other individuals for 40 plus miles. Yeah. Um, it was the challenge, it was difficult. It wasn't, it's never the same thing day in and day out. Um, I mean, Monday isn't always international chess day. But, you know, right. Wednesday isn't always leg day that you end up skipping doing chest again. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm just joking. Um, there are people it, that do that. And you it, know it that. Is. We've seen them. Um, it was re- really the challenge of it was what initially, it was difficult. And it was mm. always difficult. It was never easy. Mm. There was never, be like everybody loves chest day. But yeah every day was different every day was a challenge every day was difficult and there's always room to get better there's something that you can be better at Mm -hmm. um and that's what initially sparked my interest um that is still the case for me personally um but now after coaching for almost a decade and almost and now owning my own gym that's kind of transitioned um some people who are going to listen to this podcast know what the crossfit is simply knows what crossfit is simply because of the crossfit games sure and a lot of people have to realize that's less than one percent of the people that do crossfit throughout the world um so now the reason i love crossfit is because what it does for people both physically with their health wise and also mentally with their health wise um The beauty of CrossFit, and I go into this spiel every time I talk to somebody new that walks into the gym, uh, the the definition of CrossFit, for those that don't know, is consistently varied functional movements performed at relative high intensity. That just means that every day is going to be different. Mm -hmm. It's going to have carryover to real things that you could possibly have to do Mm -hmm. in real life. And then the relative intensity, sometimes workouts are going to be three minutes and you're going to be collapsed on the ground thinking you lost a lung. And there's other days. That's that me every other day. Yeah. And then there's other days that you have. it has to be more controlled and more paced and it's going to last 20, 25, 30 minutes. The beauty of CrossFit is it's infinitely scalable, mm-hmm. which simply means that everybody can do it. Yep. Anybody, um, regardless of your current physical condition regardless if you have all four of your limbs or not, mm-hmm. um, regardless of your mental aptitude, um, it's literally for everyone. And that's that's what continues to drive me both as a coach and an owner. Yeah,
0: no, you're 100% right. I mean, we've all seen those videos, right? All the time of like, you know, the, the 78-year-old woman who gets her first box jump or um, the the kid, what did he have? the uh, It's not cystic fibrosis. I'm gonna get the disease mixed up. But the kid that was uh, for a period there, he got his first uh, box jump. But right before that was the video that went around where he actually got his first deadlift. And I can't remember what he had. He actually was all over the place. Um, But yeah, that that stuff all comes from CrossFit gyms or just exercise in general. And I think you brought up some really great points there of not just for CrossFit but for health in general. And something I've kind of been spewing for a little bit here is where we are, just as a society in general, when you look at things, you know my my frustration with like, the big key to me is not always now, like the physical, as I've gotten older, like it's not so much the physical uh, improvements that I get now, it's understanding and knowing that if I go to the gym five days a week, I'm a happier, better human, period, if I do that. And it doesn't matter if I was good or bad or whatever, Right, but the mental knowing that I've I pushed myself to whatever my limit was that week to do that has helped. But what it's also done is given me the ability to be physically healthy and not worry about certain things. And, and I'm it, I'm concerned that that is never a narrative overall. Yeah. Right. Like the the not just the physical, but the mental well-being you can get from just exercising you don't have to do crossfit you don't have to do crossfit that's fine it, but it it does it is infinitely scalable it's the beautiful part it's infinitely scalable it gives you the ability no matter who you are to jump in and do it you don't have to you know try and beat people on the leaderboard there's those leaderboard sharks out there that oh, of don't necessarily count all their reps but we're not going down that road robert camp we're not going to make fun of the leaderboard cheaters um but uh Or are we? No we might. <laughs> we might. Uh we we have a big long event, so we're not drinking during this one, but we'll do another one we'll drink and then we'll really have some fun. But um no, I, I I kid. But but that that to me is is a is a big thing that's never really put out there. And and I think it's frustrating. I don't know what you think about that, but like uh to me, that is a message that should be out there in front of all of this stuff. Like I I don't want to talk about COVID. I'm so tired of talking about COVID, but my one thing is like, why, 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 why has there never been anyone in a leadership position to come out and say, hey, uh, go for a walk, don't eat donuts all day, um, drink some water. yeah, And maybe your immune system will get a little stronger. You don't have to worry about it. But also mentally, right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, to me, the, the mental aspect of it all, the improvement, the, what it benefits to, to exercise is almost more important, especially today.
1: Yeah. Um, and like I said, not not to go down this COVID road, um, but just for the simple fact that more than seventy five percent of chronic, controllable diseases happen due to lack of activity. Seventy five percent, more than seventy five percent of the people in this country, including children, which is really scary, mm-hmm. um, is either overweight or obese, and that's scary. Um, when you consider all the other negative side effects that come with it, type two diabetes, a disease that is 100% curable. Yeah. 100%. I know,
0: I know at least a dozen people that had it and then just by eating healthier and walking got rid of their
1: diabetes. Got rid of it. Um, you know, type two diabetes, coronary heart disease, some cancers, um, and the list goes on and on and on. and these are things that we we have 100% control over. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not very many, even though we like to think so, there's not very many things in your life that you have 100% control over. Mm-hmm. You may be a good driver. Doesn't mean you're not going to get killed in a car wreck because somebody else isn't. Right. Um, but your health is part of that. Um, and I agree. The mental side of working out, whether it be CrossFit or whatever you're doing, um, is equally important and is equally part of your daily habit than anything else Mm um and i don't want to you know sit here and tell people that if you're not doing crossfit then you're failing at life um i'll tell them that just get out and do something do i think crossfit is the best thing since sliced bread absolutely do i think everybody and their mother and their grandchildren should be doing crossfit absolutely um if it's between crossfit and nothing else or if it's between something else and nothing else, mm-hmm. then do something else. Yeah, go for a walk, do a spin class. You know, go lift weights, um, go for a walk, do something physically active, um, and then don't eat like an asshole. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the key piece
0: most people forget. Right. right? Is you can't you know just because you work out doesn't mean that all of a sudden the whole pizza or the whole sleeve of donuts is okay. Yeah, you can't outwork out. You can't outwork a bad diet. No, you can't. You can. Once in a while, like we're going to, we're going to do something here for the next 24 hours that'll outwork the bad food we immediately thereafter. But that's just calorie replacement. Oh yeah. Uh, trying not to, you know, completely fall asleep from exhaustion and lack of food. Yeah. Uh, and our and our lovely ladies will be bringing us pizza yes we, we eat pizza we work out and we eat pizza but uh only when we do things for 24 hours <laughs> with no food that typically uh helps there but no man i, I agree with you like it, it, it's crazy it, you know if, if you have choices uh pick what works for you that's the big key is this right. pick what works for you and what makes you feel good uh we're not saying only do crossfit do we both believe that that's probably one of the best ways to do it absolutely uh a, a thousand percent that's why we do it it's you know we Whatever it's there's more to it. Believe it or not, I know it seems intimidating when you look at the when you watch the CrossFit Games. Since most people know that's how it is, yeah. you look at it like, oh my god, I could never do that. Nobody wants you to. Yeah. No, nobody cares if you do. Nope. Um. All you have to do is kind of what's best for you, and that, that's
1: ultimately where it goes. Uh. F- from there, so I yeah. uh, let's and real, real quick, yeah. And we, we talked about food and eating a pizza because you know we quote unquote earned it. I don't want to put this negative con- connotation that you have to do something physically. Stupid in order to enjoy food. Um, I'm glad we admitted this physically stupid what we're about to do, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you, we, we work out and we eat right because we love our bodies, not because we hate our bodies. Yeah. Right? Um, so a lot of people think, well, a, a diet is because I want to change who I am. No. Uh, you, you eat healthy, and diet is such an overused word. Your nutritional intake should match your physical activity. That's mm-hmm. all we're saying. Um, and it's it's okay to fall off the wagon every now and then. A percent. It's okay to... It's better to be consistently good than momentarily perfect. And I think that's why so many people fail at diets is because they're so concerned about being perfect mm-hmm. that eventually they're going to mess up. They're going to have a glass of wine or they're going to have some ice cream or they're, they're going to have that cheat meal. Or they're going to have a cheat day or a cheat weekend or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and they beat themselves up so bad. Well, I messed up one time. Yep, I can't do this, and they just yep. stop instead of just picking up where you left off. Yep, you don't have to go do an extra workout. You don't have to starve yourself for forty eight hours to nope. make up for the calories you took. People remember we work out and we eat because we love ourselves, not because we hate ourselves. Right. Sorry, was no, a no, question. you're fine, and you're, but you're,
0: but you're 100 right. That brings up a great
1: point, right? Is it
0: that, that you said something there that is, I think, the biggest two of the biggest things that, that people worry about, especially with diet, right? Around the word diet It's like I'm, I'm taking a diet, I'm going to change who I am as a person. You're not going to change who you are as a person right. if you're a miserable human being and you lose 50 pounds. You're just a lighter, miserable human being. Right. Um, what you should use that diet for is not so much to change who you are as a person, but to make your body feel better. And if you focus on your body feeling better, then what will happen is that is naturally, mentally, you will start to feel better. And oh, guess what that leads to? Maybe you do change as a, a little bit of a person, yeah. right? You get a little happier, that's what it means. You're not gonna change who you are completely. But the other part too is uh, exactly that like mistakes happen like when you're working out you miss a day working out oh man I feel like crap I didn't work out today like I'm, I'm terrible okay like I said that I, I if I, I know if I work out five days a week I'm happy everything's good you know what happens when I miss I know I've missed because I can feel myself getting a little bit that's, that's that mental piece right so I'm just like all right tomorrow just got to go because guess what tomorrow is a new day so if Did today you, you out messed out? up yeah if you you messed up and you you know instead of you're like hey I'm just gonna have one serving of dinner and you ended up with three okay Tomorrow, don't. Just have one. Go back to having one and build from that, right? Like it's, you know, I I know that you've done it a couple times, Is that that whole 75 days hard program. That actually is part of the mental piece to that that I think is amazing that doesn't get highlighted enough about that, which is if you fail, you do. You go back and start at day one, but you start at day one. You don't fail and then it's over and you have to drop out. There's nothing to drop out from. You just start over and let's restart the counter. That's it. Restart the counter. That's it, and and that's one thing. Like like I said, kind of getting to like you, you've done that seventy five days hard program. You know what what was it that you think you got the most out of the first time you did it? Because I know you've done it a couple times, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so the the first time I did it, I think I was in line with probably ninety percent of the other people that do it. Um, that look at it strictly as a physical challenge. Sure, I got to yeah. work out twice a day, forty five minutes. One has to be outside. Regardless of the weather, outside of a hurricane or a tornado or <laughs> right. something that's going to physically injure you, and you know Andy Priscilla goes into that. And, you know if it's if what's going on outside is extremely dangerous, probably shouldn't go outside that day. Yeah, um, but there's so much more of a mental aspect to it. Um, most people aren't successful. Because of themselves, not because of outside influences. Right. Um, It's no different on 75 Hard or any challenge that somebody picks up. It's not the fact that the workouts were difficult because go do a workout. If you can't work out, go for a run. You can't run, walk. You can't walk, crawl, ride a bike, do something, do yoga for 45 minutes. doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter what it Mm -hmm. The mental aspect of it was going outside when it was cold. Mm Mm-hmm mental aspect of it was going outside on a Sunday afternoon when my wife and my two bonus sons are just kind of hanging out, having a lazy Sunday, Yep. you know, just enjoying time together. That's, that's where things get hard. That's where the self-discipline comes in and in, into play. And I've said it and I've posted about it before. Motivation is great, but discipline trumps motivation a hundred times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all start a diet or a workout program or a new job or fill in a blank and we're motivated. Well, soon that motivation is going to go away. Mm-hmm. The realization that this is going to take effort, this is going to be hard, I'm going to miss out on things, on events, on food, on whiskey, on beer, or fill in the blank. Motivation is no longer there. Mm-hmm. you're not motivated to miss things that are fun it's just the discipline you're disciplined enough to continue on and that's with 75 hard that's with any diet and like just like a diet just like you said on 75 hard if you mess up you have to start a day one well if you mess on a diet you just start the next day yeah. you just restart the next day you don't punish yourself you don't like I said you don't fast for 48 hours just because you messed up just start again yeah. and keep going right back at it it's super simple and i think that's the big thing
0: i saw a quote the other day i thought was really cool it said something to the effect of like motivation counts for one percent of whatever it is that you're trying to do that means the other 99 is based on your amount of discipline yep right and motivation what, gets you started yes yeah. discipline gets you across the finish line that's exactly right and gets you through it all right i mean like ultimately again reverting back to tonight our, our motivation for this tonight was really because it's going to be challenging and the significance of the day and the event right that that was really our driver for that that was our motivation for it when when we get dropped off by the lovelies tonight at six o'clock in that park just outside of the pentagon uh motivation doesn't work anymore no uh after going through some of the shorter events motivation doesn't get you anywhere uh, just pure grit and determination and the discipline that you have instilled in yourself previous to this, to the workouts we've done, let just make sure everybody's very clear. Like this isn't something we decided to do like yesterday. Like yeah. we're not just gonna go out and do this. We have beat ourselves up a bit, taken on some extra uh, shitty workouts just to, to kind of train our bodies for that so that we can run through what this is gonna be. And that's from discipline and training. Then we get to this, and then that discipline will help us get through the rest of it. Right. And, and that, that's, all, that's all it is. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like we said, it doesn't have to be these most crazy things, right? We, we, this is just what we like to do. And Robert and I found a, a strong connection in doing really hard, stupid things that physically made us feel like poo for a, a period of time. This one will make us feel a little bit more like poo. Not as much like poo from the 50-miler. Do you think? I, I think? I don't think we'll be as bad... Like we'll be bad a, like a day maybe but I don't think we'll be as bad like bro we were wrecked for weeks yeah. after that 50 mile yeah 50 mile was rough right because like and I was thinking about it today actually I was just walking the dogs at lunchtime. there the the one thing I was thinking about I was like man the difference in this one and why I don't think we'll be as wrecked we'll be tired Um, I don't think we'll be as wrecked is because we, the 50 mile was just rocking. it was one continuous movement for 19 hours and 15 minutes yeah that's all we did. This at least is going to vary it up. It's going to change up uh, a little bit of what we do. We'll have different movements. We won't be doing all that running, so we won't have ankles that won't you know flex <laughs> for three days, unlike the last time. But but yeah, I, I think that that's that. I, I think that I don't th- I don't know. I don't think we'll be that bad. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> We're gonna find out. That's for sure. Um. So you have. Uh, so so. You want? To, do you still have your podcast? I don't see. Do you do a podcast with your buddy anymore? And
1: uh, no, we haven't. Um, he's um, so. For those of you that don't know, I used to do a podcast mm-hmm. um, with an amazing uh, battle buddy of mine. Um, hop on Instagram. Get on getting to greatness. Uh, show uh, Cornelius Deloach some love. Shouts out. Shouts out. Um, getting to greatness. Um, no, he's uh, he's actually since PCS um, for permanent change station mm-hmm. where the army moves from one place to another. Um, he was out in California at ROTC, Uh Now he's doing uh, back at uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Um, still doing great things. Uh, just kind of fell off, got sure. busy with life. Um, I started college. Um, he's put a lot of energy and a lot of focus and a lot of success into his, um, into his brand. Um, so not for any specific reason, just kind of Fell off. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you guys
0: did that. And that was based... like So that show was really kind of based on like mindset and leadership and things like that, right? Right. And, like, getting to greatness, so right. to speak. So what... So when you look at things now, just kind of as the world is right now, in terms of... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, the, the, right, the right way to word this is, you know, what is it about... What, what it is that got us to this point where we have such terrible leadership in general not and i and i'm not specifically talking about just the president but like when you look around in general and counting like maybe two good leaders that i i i see and follow at this point in time and i feel like i'm pretty open to a lot of the world so i pay attention to that but like you don't there's there's nobody that's standing right now in the public eye that i would say is a like oh my gosh! Like why do you think we are in this space of just n- no? No one wants to be a leader. No one, no one. It seems like wants to be a
1: leader. Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, like I, I can tell you, like I, I know, like you, we
0: we look at guys like Andy Fursello, who's a guy we follow greatly. Like that that guy's a leader. He's yeah. a leader, right? Um, that Jocko Willing. I mean, he that's what he teaches and preaches, and that dude is is. Is you know a fantastic leader, um, you know, and, and a lot of those guys. But then you look at it, and it's like Soul Crusher David Goggins, duh. The Soul David Goggins stay hard. Yeah, um, another think... terrible event that we did so, physically.
1: Yeah, that four by four by forty eight was Oof. rough. Um, so if if you look at those guys, um, and if you look at other other guys that you know may not be so. Popular, for lack of better terms. Sure, um, I think it boils down to the the same things we're going to do tonight, and that shared suffering. Yeah, um, it's really hard um, to lead people through hard times if you've never been through hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, now that being said, I was fortunate. I mean, I'll be completely honest, yeah. completely transparent. I was fortunate enough to have a really good childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, if you read David Goggin's book or listen to the podcast of oh, his book, terrible. that dude had a miserable terrible. upbringing. Yeah. Right? Awful. Miserable. Um, and he even says it himself, he should have been a statistic. Yeah, thousand percent. And, and nobody would have thought any worse for him. Nobody would ever known who he was at that, this point. That's for sure. Um, but I don't... I think it boils down to shared suffering. We all go through hard times. Either hard times finds us mm-hmm. or we go search out hard times. Right. Um, and we go search out hard times with other people that are going to experience or doing those hard times for the right reasons along with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think as far as the the, the lack of leadership, um, whether it be in this country or in this world, um, I think it boils down to... A lack of shared suffering a lack of understanding um a lack of grace Mm -hmm. a lack of understanding um not everybody's the same um and by mathematics all 35 plus people that are going to start with us tonight math tells us not all 35 are going to finish that doesn't mean i think any less of those people that's not what it means no um I think a little bit of grace, a little bit of mercy, a little bit of shared suffering and understanding can go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be the answer to our problems. It may not be the answer to our problems, but it's it's really hard uh, for me to look at people that are so disconnected from the rest of us mm-hmm. and raise my hand, and be like, "Yep, I'll share a foxhole with that guy." Mm. Um, and I'm. I'm not perfect. I've, you know, I had a a great 21 year military career, but I'm sure there's, if anybody I served with listens to this podcast, um, there's times that I failed. There's times I failed myself. There's Mm -hmm. times that I failed my soldiers. Um, never was it intentional. Um, but it's, it's like I said, that, that shared suffering and that understanding and that grace Um, I think goes a long way. Uh, no, I agree completely. I I think that that's a a big part of
0: the problem now is that we don't have people that are, we don't have anybody that's seeking out a hard time. And on top of the fact, you look at how comfortable as America, right? So, let's if we just get down to what tomorrow is, right? The 20th anniversary of September 11th on September 10th, we were the fattest, happiest, most comfortable we've ever been in this country. We just were, yeah, and it all came crashing down in one shot just because of probably a little bit of all of that right um we just and 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 those hard times like as you pointed out hard times will find you or you'll go find them and hard times found us and on september 12th uh it looked like oh man it fired everybody up and somehow we've gotten very far from that um in, in that there are too many people still in this world of you know just of comfort and luxury and that's all we're going to focus on is the luxury and how can i have more luxury they don't look for those hard times or aren't willing to go through those hard times to get to that and you see a lot of that kind of go through and i think that that's where you know i i know i've been through plenty of hard times and and as you talk about like people that listen this may have known you when they served with you and like oh you failed your soldiers but you have to right like i'm a huge proponent of failure a huge proponent of it because it's the greatest life teacher right like it I, I said like over and over again, right? Like this is that time and you've experienced it with, with your kids who are older and, you, and your two bonus sons who are now younger, right? Like they're in the, the, those two dichotomies and that's where we are with all three of our teenagers right now is it's, you're phasing out of that. I am the wall, the protector, everything, including the rules and everything for you when you're little. And then you reach this age where you have to start to say, I'm going to protect you, however, now you gotta fail. Yeah. Now, now you gotta fail. I have to let you do things and let you experience them. I can be here as a guide, right? And I, I think that's one thing that I've told. Um, I, I know I've told our daughter. Uh, she prepares in her senior year. Is look, we've reached the stage now where I'm here to guide you, uh, but the the bumpers are down, so to speak. for bowling there's no more bumpers like you got to experience hard times because that that'll happen right and that's why like there there's a couple different things i really like like saying wise like it was something like hard times create great men great men create easy times easy times create soft men yeah right so there's that i was just about to say that yeah that one that that's a great quote and then the one i've heard before which i actually had that canvas made that's behind you that says easy choices hard life hard choices easy life yeah if you always take the easy choice or take the easy road, that's when hard times will find you. Yeah. They will find, and they'll be infinitely worse than if you had chose hard times.
1: Yeah. So, and and that's and going back to the, the obesity and workout and fitness mm-hmm. and you know all that discussion, um, you know, CrossFit isn't easy, regardless of how fit you are. It yeah. never gets no. easier. You no. just get fitter. It's always humbling. Um, eating right consists not perfectly. Mm-hmm but eating right consistently is hard and mm-hmm. it takes effort mm-hmm. um, but you know what else is hard type 2 diabetes is hard <laughs> you know coronary heart disease is hard yeah um so your life is going to be hard yeah but you have the ability to choose your heart right right just like your science says you know easy choices hard life um hard life or well, hard, hard choices, choices easy life yeah okay so, so make your choice choose your heart yeah either
0: choose the one if you choose the hard that you're going to attack I promise you that hard is easier than the one you just let happen right and it gets back to that whole you know living life and attacking life versus letting life happen to you. Right. Because life is not gonna <laughs> life is not nice, right? We all heard it from our parents. We've heard it on T V and movie shows. Life is mean and nasty and it'll beat you to the ground. It will if you let if it. If you let it. If you let it. Yes. Who knew Rocky Balboa was the greatest philosopher of our time? Who knew? Who knew? Sylvester Stallone, that pretty face. Yeah. And that beautiful speech impediment. Look, look.
1: Hey guys, hey, <laughs>
0: hey. You know what was terrible is we just watched a movie the other night that he was the voice of something, but it was the big... Do- what the hell did we just watch? Oh, no. We watched the new Suicide Squad movie. Have you seen that yet? I have not. Oh, it was great. It's spectacular. It's so funny. Like They did a great job making it super entertaining. They didn't do that dark shit that they did in the last one. Oh, yeah. Uh, which... My wife liked I don't know she liked the first she she wasn't a big fan of it. I laughed harder at the second one than most movies I've seen recently. It was so great. <laughs> but the big dumb shark character. And this is not a spoiler alert. Somebody's going to be like, "You should say spoiler alert." No, fuck you. It's not a spoiler alert because as soon as he starts talking he be like it's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Because he makes these dumb noises. He's just like, "Eh, eh, eh, chum chum." You're like, "Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's either Patrick from freaking SpongeBob or Beaten in the face, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like, it's so obvious. But I don't know. And and now the dog is trying to eat Cursey's hair. That's great. He's so weird. Um so yeah, man, it's, it's going to be crazy. But I'm looking forward to tonight because we've chose this hard. Yeah. Right. Kind of get back to what we were talking about. We chose this to be really hard on purpose,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, to try it out and see. And, of course, you know, like I said, obviously the, the moment, the day, the 20th anniversary, all that jazz – is 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 one part of it but you know then we added in you know as you text me that that next day after those 13 marines were killed i was like all right this just got a little a little more serious a little, a little more extra motivation which real. Yeah. also our cadre has, has has posted up that is going to be the case as well as, as we kind of make sure to remember them as well so it'll be it's going to be a long 24 hours i would tell people we're going to do another podcast after that but no we might be sleeping. We might be sleeping. If we're feeling jazzed and fired up and ready to go, maybe we'll throw a little 30 minuteer on here. But um, just to get a, a post-op of how yeah. it all went. But I'm not sure. Um, maybe we
1: should wait to post this to make sure we finish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> no, man. Because we get it. back on. Let's talk about failure. Yeah.
0: Us, four hours in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm out of here. Oh, that's a funny story so there's a funny that didn't story age well. so so we know several friends we'll, we'll I'll keep it this way so that we don't get anybody no one will get in trouble, but but so nobody's exactly nobody'll get butt hurt, so we know people that have done one like this before uh and we know that the three of them finished, but I don't know if you know that there was four of them, yes, oh, you did, so you heard yeah. this story mm-hmm. it was great uh after it was like six hours. Just was like, I'm not taking 18 more hours of this and left, walked away. That I didn't know. Walked up, like, didn't say bye to everybody, left. That I didn't know. Got a cab and left. (laughs) Walked away. So (laughs) I'll make you a promise that I'm not just going to walk away if I quit. I'm also not going to quit, so it doesn't matter. I think, short of an injury, neither one of us are going to quit. I would agree with that. I think that's even what uh, the conversation I had with
1: my lovely wife last night was like, short of an injury, there's no reason to quit. It's just. And by injury, I mean serious injury. I don't mean like, oh, not stub, sore, not a stubbed toe or you know a blister. Like, it's gonna take a broken bone. Well, I think the one thing that will pop
0: up uh, that'll be in there, and, and we know it well from the fifty miler, and I'm sure you know it from many other things. But this is what choosing the hard and and going through hard times does. What people don't realize is every one of us has in us that deep dark spiritual place, mm-hmm. and I don't mean spiritual like oh yeah I pray. Or like you, you guys are Catholic. You go to church, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what I mean. No. You know what I mean. What I mean is you get down that deep, dark, spiritual place where you're questioning your soul and your life as to what are you doing. And that's where the the seeds of inner bitch grow and yeah. blossom. And you, if you've gone through hard times, if you've gone through tough things, you've chosen hard things, those teach you to deal with that yeah. in all aspects of life.
1: And those, and those voice people say, oh, you've done this like David Goggins. We'll still tell you every single morning that voice pops up every morning it doesn't ever go away Nope. you don't you don't there's never a way to kill that voice you have to deal with that voice every day yeah and you have to find a way to pull it out and that's like
0: that's what he talks about with the cookie jar Mm -hmm. right that's when you reach in that cookie jar to pull out like hey this is hard but remember when i did this oh yeah this isn't that hard yeah i'll move on and that's why you should seek those things out because it's going to give you the opportunity to hold on to that and be like i finished i'm cool I'm awesome I get a patch yeah I mean I get up every morning and I look in the mirror and I'm like that is one glorious son of a bitch that's right and then my wife and then my wife yeah right then my wife says don't don't call me that and I was like I'm sorry you should really like take my picture off your mirror that's kind of weird I do stare like actually it's not even on the mirror anymore I did take it off I pick it up in the morning. It's on the nightstand. So when I get up, I tape it to my face. There you go. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh man. And then the eye holes were the only thing cut out so I could see. And then I realized there's a way to make this better and feel more promising. I cut the mouth out and I just (laughs) go, "Eh." (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. All right, buddy, what do you think? Let's go go carb load. I got to cook some noodles. Let's eat some grub.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think? Sound like a good plan? That's like a good plan. Any, any last words for the peoples? Um,
1: We're down to four people that listen now. Four people. Yeah, right. we did a good job. Record number of Negative. detractors. I wonder if you could get people to report the podcast for being bad. Um, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, no, I, I just think um, I'm ready for tonight. It's going to be fun in a very strange way.
0: In a very strange way.
1: Yeah. Um, we're good at getting weird though, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So no, but it is it is that dark place um you, know, you mentioned um getting going in that dark place and having it being a uh, a somewhat of a religious experience and um I think we're well on our way to that and should be uh should be interesting. Very much so.
0: Very much yeah. so. So tell tell the good peeps where they can they can find you on the the socials as well as like uh
1: you know, the old CrossFit Vex, which, yep. by the way, killer hat. Thanks. I love that hat. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, just Um My individual profile is private because I've had, like... Oh, yeah, you've had, like, so many, well, like... It's like, two or three years, man. People have been stealing my face and putting <laughs> random profiles and it's been scamming a- people for money. And um, So if I ask you to send me a vanilla... Visa gift card that's probably not me. Um, <laughs> vanilla? Yeah. What's a vanilla Visa gift card? I guess it's like the the shape or design or <laughs> graphics on it. I don't know. Is it but, one of those like scratch and taste gift I, cards? I have no idea. I don't even um, know those are a thing. But yeah, if you're listening to this and you think that we know each other and we've never actually physically talked, we probably don't know each other and you're getting scammed. Uh, but yeah, like two or three years I've been dealing with this. Um, I've actually been called by investigators before. Be like, hey, did you know this person? Nope, sure don't. Holy cow. Um, and That's amazing. And to caveat on that, if you're sending money to somebody you don't know, you're dumb. Yeah, you're the problem. You're part of the problem. And I'm not talking about charities, like, you know, well-known charities. But if you're sending money oh, yeah, no. to a specific individual that you've never actually physically met, you should probably stop. Right, and the Prince of Nigeria does not need your
0: money. No. He's a prince. If you've seen Coming to America, one and two,
1: yeah, you understand. Princes have a lot of money.
0: Even but, if they want to
1: Yeah, to so um or uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and if you are out west anywhere, I'm going to do a little plug. Real yeah, quick. do it. If you are do out it. west anywhere and you think you're the fittest in the west, uh, November 13th, if you go to a Competition Corner, look up Battle in the Valley, finding the fittest pound-for-pound athletes in the west. So if you think you got what it takes, two categories, Scaled and uh, male, female, co-ed competition. Um, if you think you are the fittest, time to put your money where your mouth is.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You guys have the competition. Let's
1: do it. Get out there. If you're in the West, if you're around
0: Colorado, anywhere out there, Utah, get away Utah. from the fires. Get if you're in California, leave the fires. Go yeah. get go go see if you're the fittest, even if you fight fires maybe. Yeah. If you can get a, a day off work, they can drive out. It's more than a day drive, but I don't care. Yeah, It sounded good. Come out. Do it. Awesome. Well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Let's go It's eat. been great. Let's go eat. Bye, everybody. Bye.